Hey everybody, it's Kevin Stevenson and you have joined me on I Don't Care with Kevin Stevenson. Only on Market Scale Radio. Well, today at least. And then later, uh, it's uh, downloadable and subscribable on Spotify and iTunes. So we'll be talking a little bit about uh, a pretty topical uh, issue, uh, that about uh, job search and uh, recruitment in the COVID environment. And we've got somebody who uh, is pretty well versed in that. I brought a friend of mine uh, to the show who has been a recruiter for a number of years, and she'll be able to uh, share some of her insight on the topic. So when we come back, we'll have Diane Goble from Hiring Spectrum on I Don't Care. Okay, today's episode on I Don't Care, you know, this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while, particularly in the in the wake of COVID. Uh, you know, we've had a tremendous amount of unemployment uh, generated over the last couple of months. Uh, looks like at the end of April, uh, the unemployment rate was about 14.7%. Uh, healthcare, I was looking at modern healthcare today, and uh, the numbers are just staggering. Last year, unemployment rate for women who were healthcare practitioners or technical occupations in healthcare uh, was 1.9%. This year, April of 2020, it's 7.3%. And it's even more staggering in the healthcare support occupations. Uh, 2.8% for women, 2.2% for men in April of 19. This year, it's 13.4% for uh, for women and 6.9% for men. So, you know, I think uh, you guys might want to hear a little bit about maybe some job search tips, you know, what what's going on in the recruiting world. And I found somebody who actually has a pretty good grasp on this. And surprise, she's a Baylor Bear. You know, why not? So I got to I got to give a huge shout out in Sikkim to Diane Goble. Diane is the owner and managing partner of Hiring Spectrum and, and they're based in the Dallas area. Diane, welcome to I Don't Care. Thanks, Kevin. It's great to be here. Well, it's good to have you. Uh, so you've been surviving COVID, I'm, I'm assuming. I am. Yeah, I'm sure it's a little crazy up there in Dallas, you know, now that I moved to uh, uh, the greater Waco area, uh, we've been uh, we've been pretty blessed with a fairly low uh, positive rate. I think today we might have 15 total cases in the county of McLennan. And uh, most of those honestly just came uh, just uh, tested positive over the last four or five days. So we might be seeing a little bit of bump after we opened up the city. So, so Diane, tell us a little bit, how did you even get into recruiting to begin with? Gosh, that was so long ago, Kevin. Uh, when, <laughs> I gra- <laughs> when I graduated from Baylor, I went to work for EDS in Dallas. And after a couple of years with the company, I was relocating to the Washington, D.C. area. And that's when I transferred into recruiting. I first started out as a campus recruiter, traveling all around the East Coast, um, interviewing college grads for uh, EDS's entry-level training programs. Mm, That sounds like fun. Yeah, it really was. And so I really found that I loved recruiting. And so I eventually moved into the professional hiring side of the company. And then after uh, 16 years with EDS, I went to work for KPMG. I've also recruited for 
um, ACS and uh, worked for an executive search firm for a short time. And then I decided to launch my own business. So in 2003, um, uh, uh, we launched Hiring Spectrum. And so Hiring Spectrum is a company that it's a, we're a consulting company and we're focused on helping organizations meet their hiring demands. So that can mean everything from executive search to large scale recruiting projects or um, consulting on anything related to the recruiting process. So basically our name Hiring Spectrum means we handle, you know, everything that falls within the spectrum of the hiring process. Oh, that's cool. Now, do y'all have like any areas of specialization that you focus on? We, um, we're, we're more or less generalists, but um, some of our areas of specialty are process improvement, continuous improvement, change management, strategy, um, and we recruited all industries. So not only healthcare, but um, service industries, manufacturing companies, uh, we've recruited for large large and small management consulting companies. So really the, the gamut. And uh, Very cool. Now, are y'all, do you have, uh, I'm assuming you have clients coast to coast, am I right? Or are you kind of Dallas we located? We have clients that are nationwide. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like I said earlier, lots of people are unemployed right now and, and they're looking for, for some ideas but before we get into that, let's talk about, you know, kind of the issues you guys are facing as recruiters right now. It can't be very easy. Right. It's, you know, it is a challenge right now. A lot of companies are putting their hiring needs on hold. And uh, so, you know, we may have been working on a, an opening that was really hot a couple of months ago, generated candidates, got them excited about the opportunity, and then all of a sudden things were put on hold. So it's a challenge trying to, to manage all that, you know, manage the, the time frame for the hiring companies, also keep the candidates interested, and then, um, you know, in, in dealing with all of that. So, so yeah. Sure. So, so are, are you hearing a lot of companies are, are trying to hire or, or make their placements from within now? I know my company is. We're really focusing on on internal moves for, for positions. Yeah. Some companies are doing that. Some companies have, you know, totally frozen all their hiring. Some have just put openings on hold while they figure out what the new, um, you know, how to scale to the new economy once things open back up. And then some companies really haven't been affected by this because their, you know, their business has continued as usual. But like, like who have you found this that really hasn't been affected other than, you know, bedside healthcare, frankly? Right. Well, you know, you've got some industries like the grocery industry or things like that. But but yeah, a lot of the, the industries that we serve have definitely, you know, put things on hold. Um, but another thing we do for you know, I've talked about how we support employers and our clients, but if you're a job seeker, um, we also provide, besides, you know, helping our candidates prepare when they're interviewing for our clients, another piece of our business is that we provide resume writing services. So we found, yeah, this is a great time for that because a lot of people are needing to revamp their resume so they can um, find that next opportunity. Sure. Okay. What's the number one thing that you found, number one mistake people make when they're writing their resume? (laughs) 
Wow. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a lot of them. It's hard to hard to narrow that down, right? You know, I think yeah. One of the most common mistakes is that uh, resumes are often just a regurgitation of the job description, and people don't talk about their achievements or what they actually, um, you know, what they've done in their role or what they've achieved and what they can offer a company. Okay. And, and from my, you know, from my perspective, it's always best to have you know, a lot of specifics. You know, I grew, you know, this, this service line by X percent. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Yeah. Measurable results. And then what, not just the stats, but also how did you achieve those, those results? Okay. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So, so, you know, that's kind of what you're, you're, trying trying to hang your hat on in the meantime. Um so if I'm looking for a position right now, you know, um and like like you said, so many positions have been put on hold. What would you say to to that job applicant? You know, how what should they how should they go about their search? Well, first of all, it depends on how urgent your search is. You know, if you are not employed right now, you've you've been laid off, you're furloughed. Um, whatever that situation is, then obviously your search is more urgent. If you are gainfully employed, then this may be the time just to put feelers out there, network, um, have informational interviews, and um, be prepared when things open back up to, um, you know, launch your search full scale. But obviously, if you are, if your search is more urgent, then uh, some of the things that you know, I would suggest you do is, first of all, you've really got to get comfortable doing things online. Thing is, you know, interviewing online or video interviews, for example, um, and just uh, a lot of virtual communication versus in person. Yeah. Hey, as far as platform goes, here's a question I have for you. Uh, as far as platform goes, what do you what do you find is the better platform? Is it like a Google Meet or a Zoom or or, or what? You know, uh, really all of those are popular as well as WebEx is another one. And, you know, they're all good. It's just I usually go with the one that my client is using. Okay. All right. Here's another question because, you know, I've seen, I've seen, I've been on so many Zoom and Google Meet and all sorts of meetings because, you know, everybody's shut down, but we still have to meet. We're in healthcare. Uh, so, so any tips on where to place the camera whenever you're meeting? Because I tell you, I'm so tired of seeing the tops of people's heads or it looks like Kilroy because you see their eyes and nose and up or, you know, you're you're seeing their triple chin, you know, present, exactly. co present company included. So, so where yeah. would you say, where should that camera be placed? Yeah, you know, if it's right in front of your face is the best thing, um, or, you know, maybe a little bit above. Um, and, and, you know, one thing that, that's important to remember is to look at the camera. You know, if you, we, we obviously <laughs> want to look at the person we're talking to, yeah. but really you need to look at the camera because then, then it's going to look like you're looking at them when they are looking at you on the screen, which is hard to do, but yeah, it's, you really need to, uh, Find something where you can, it, you know, if you're on your phone, for example, that you can hold it up or if you're on a regular computer, sit down at a desk. Don't be moving around 
And that seems like such a simple thing to say, but so many people walk around, they make noise, they they don't realize how much just the simplest movement sounds like, you know, a bomb dropped on the other end of a of a video conference. Well, I, I case in point, I was on a on a Zoom call with somebody the other day. And, and I noticed, you know, it was bobbing up and down. And I finally realized they had their laptop in their lap. And every time they moved, it was like an earthquake. I said, really? You know, come on. And, and and I think another thing that I found, too, is please be cognizant of your background. Because, holy cow, I've seen some things I really haven't wanted to see on, on these video calls. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone knows that, especially if it's an interview, that you're, you might be at home or you're, you're, you may not be in an office. So, but still, it needs to, yeah, it needs to be like if you're in your kitchen, you don't want to see the dirty dishes. You know, you don't need to be in your bedroom. We don't want to see the bed. You know, be in a, be, if anything, just back up next to a blank wall. Be careful about windows because that bright light coming from behind you can, make it hard for them to see you. Yeah. Unless you um, have a natural halo like some of us. Thank you very well, much. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I know modesty has always been a, a, uh, I know. a weakness it, of yours, hasn't it? Kevin? Yeah, it has. It has. So, so okay. So, so we kind of got off track there, but I really enjoyed the camera discussion. That was funny for me. <laughs> uh, and it's my show because so I can talk about what I want. So any other, okay, resume. Well, wait, you know, you I do have another that. tip about video interviews. Oh, good. If it's good. a technology you've never used before, you need to test it. So... You need to find a, you know, a friend, a family member, somebody that you can test it with to make sure you know how to log in, that you know how to make it work, you know, um, how to find the different buttons, like the mute button. Especially the, the mute turn video button. Yeah. On, yeah, turn video on and all that. So test it. is That's my biggest piece of advice on that. A a brilliant piece of advice, I might add, <laughs> too. So, so, so what else? Okay, now... Now, let's talk a little bit about networking with recruiters, you know, really before and during COVID. Now, I mean, do you guys, do you guys like to take cold calls from people? How, you know, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. um, You know, executive recruiters always want to talk to people. Uh, The, you know, the amount of time they have to talk with a person realistically probably has to do with how relevant their skill set is to the type of opportunities they tend to fill. Um, but they're, they may be a great resource for, hey, you know, who is a good recruiter I should be talking to? Um, so, you know, executive recruiters are, are certainly willing to network. Corporate recruiters are so, I mean, they love to talk to people and they love to help people, but they have so much on their plates and their workload is usually so heavy that they barely have the time to respond to the candidates who are in process, much less um, any other individuals. So, yeah. Okay. Another question I've always wondered from, from the recruitment side, you know, of the, of the, the contacts that you make to people, how many of, how many of those do never contact you back? What percentage? Of candidates or yeah, of can of of people like you know you're you're recruiting a position and you see me on LinkedIn and me and probably twenty other people and you send out a LinkedIn message or or whatever. How many of those twenty people 
never contact you back? Oh, probably half of them. And, uh, yeah. You know, and to me, I think it's incredibly short-sighted because I've been on that side, you know, a number of times. It's healthcare. Uh, but I always will contact a recruiter back, you know, even if I'm ecstatic with my position because, number one, you know, I want to I want to make that connection. Number two, I'm going to know somebody that might be a great fit for them. And and so I want to make sure that, hey, I can send a name to you that that might help you out. And so, you know, that's that's a tip for me. If a recruiter contacts you, man, take the call, you know, take the call, send them an email, whatever, and say, you know, I love my job, but here's a couple of names of people who I know who would be a great fit for you. So, and again, particularly during during COVID, you know, we all need to be helping each other out. So, um, well, and you never know when that, you know, that recruiter may have an opportunity that once you hear about it, you realize it's a better opportunity than the one you're in now. And that doesn't mean you have to commit to leave your current position, but you can certainly explore it. And it, but if the time is not right, you never know when you might want to be able to contact that recruiter again. So, so yeah, helping other people, giving referrals and, you know, just establishing contact with that recruiter for future. Um, it's certainly worth the two or three minutes it might take for that call. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, about being nice and, and, and just don't burn any bridges. I mean, that's, that's crazy to do that. Uh, okay. Any other phenomenal tips for, uh, for the job seeker out there? Um, you know, be persistent. If you, uh, if you know someone who works with the company, then I would try to, rather than submitting your resume through their applicant tracking system or otherwise known as the black hole, you might want, I mean, uh, you might want to utilize that person that you know and have them submit you as an employee referral. And so that, you know, it, it's a great way to um, ensure that your resume is going to at least be looked at. Well, didn't you just cut yourself out of the loop by saying that, Diane? <laughs> well, okay. So if you're if you're working with a recruiter, then you are going to go through the recruiter. Yeah, if you yeah. are not, okay. then okay. yeah, okay. I'm. I was just thinking about you. Come yeah, on, I'm trying yeah. to help you out there. You were, you you might have been a little bit too nice. Well, there. now if you're working with an executive recruiter and they're talking with you about a specific company. Then don't go oh, behind okay. the recruiter and try to try to. I was go about to in, say, uh, how often you know, does that happen? It. I, I wish I could say it never happens, but um, yeah, it happens sometimes, and it's uh, it just muddies the water. It doesn't make things better for the candidate because if the client has already agreed to pay a fee and work with an executive recruiter, then they are going to be you're going to have a better chance of getting seen by that company through the recruiter than through going inside yourself. So, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> because I know, I know that happens, but yeah, you know. but not all positions, you know, not all companies are working with recruiters to fill all positions. So I'm talking from all perspectives of, you know, what's best for the job seeker. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Anything else? Make sure your resume is is current and up to date, and it has measurable results. And don't lie. Don't lie. Don't lie on your resume. Yeah, don't lie. 
You know, and if you're not good at writing a resume, then consider hiring a resume company to do it for you. And so a lot of companies like mine will even give you a free critique so you can have an idea of what they might change on your resume before you actually commit to you know, having them do the work for you. Can, can I um, can I ask, you know, kind of what that fee might be for a resume? I'm just curious. You know, it's really all over the map. So, huh. um, so like friends and family, of course, get a discount. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. You know, if, I mean, if you contact Hiring Spectrum, our uh, prices are on our website. We're not the cheapest company out there and we're not the most expensive company out there. Uh, but we do provide very, um, you know, we have a, a probably an hour long conversation with you. A lot of companies will just try to do that by email, but we actually talk with the individual to, you know, get a really good feel for the background before we even start writing the resume. And we also provide interview coaching and LinkedIn updates and all that as well. But that are you know the the main that this is the resume. Yeah. Well, and yeah. You, and you said LinkedIn, of course. That's something. I mean, if you're if you're on the job search, make sure that your LinkedIn profile is up to date. Please have a picture on your profile. Uh, I got to be honest. Whenever I do any kind of hiring, the first thing I do is go to LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, I think that that that's just that just shows your dedication, your professionalism. If you go, if you make sure that you put forth uh, a really solid profile. So. Yeah, and go out there and and get some connections. You know, there's yeah. some people that I've seen that have maybe 20 connections. I mean, you know, and then there's people like me that have over 2,000. Right. So you know, yeah, don't don't be like me. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, and, and I got to be honest with you, you know. Let's talk social media for just a little bit before we have to go. Uh, you know, I keep, for me personally, I keep my Facebook. My Facebook is my goofy stuff, and you know that for sure. Uh, LinkedIn, man, it's solid. It's professional. I keep my professional contacts there. And I've got to be honest with you, I am very protective of who I connect with because I know once I make a connection with somebody, they see the rest of my connections. And I don't want them, you know, if it's a salesperson, I don't want them going out and badgering people who I've connected with. Yeah. And keep the, you know, it's great to engage on LinkedIn, but definitely I'm with you. Keep it more on the professional side. I mean, you can show your human side too, but you know, you don't want to, you don't need to be talking about where you went to dinner or what, you know, keep it more um, things that would be interested to interesting to your professional contacts. Yeah. Yeah. Keep yeah. your food porn on Instagram. That's all I ask. You know, <laughs> no need to put that on LinkedIn. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, let's wrap up here. Any last words from you? You know, just be persistent. Don't give up. Set goals for yourself. Uh, and, you know. Um, Treat your recruitment like, like your full-time job. Exactly. There you yeah. go. Um, contact everyone you know. Talk to them about what you're looking for. And, uh, pe you know, people you know, know people. And so word of mouth is a great, great way to approach your search. Awesome. Well, with that, Diane Gobel from Hiring Spectrum, thanks so much for being on I Don't Care. You did an awesome job. Great. It was great talking with you, Kevin. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. 
Well, I hope you picked up some tips from Diane. We had a good time with that. Uh, you know, it's a tough time for everybody, and, I, and my heart goes out to any of you uh, who's looking for a job right now. I've been in your shoes a number of times because, hey, it's healthcare, and uh, things change often, right? So, uh, but I don't think things, I don't think I've ever seen anything change as much as it has over the last couple of months with, uh, with COVID in our world today. So, uh, I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, look forward to you uh, tuning in again next week. And remember, you can always download us on uh, Spotify and iTunes. And if you have any questions, comments, uh, constructive criticism, please feel free to send me an email at I don't care at marketscale.com. So with that, uh, have a great day and we will talk to you next week.